0: Hi, Sue. Hi. Oops. Just the two of us, huh? I guess. I got your
1: uh, text. (laughs) So weird. I thought there would be, oh, like I'm in the dark there. (laughs) Let me turn some lights on. If it'll help. Because <laughs> it's way brighter outside. That's a little better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just got home from dance class. I thought there'd be a, at least a few people here, <laughs> but I'm glad you're here. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I
1: know several of our people are uh, at the workshops in Arizona. So that's probably why some of them aren't here. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple that it's the middle of the night.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. So I have a question. Sure. Um, How do you, um, I was counseling with uh, Catherine today and this came up. Um, I've lost count of how many counseling sessions I've had mm mm-hmm. and um, and she said there's a way to um, access that 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 you can go and look at all of the uh, reviews that you've received mm mm-hmm. Um and the the ones that you've sent. Is that all
1: right? Yeah that would be through your um your Google account using the same email that's your Jennifer Hadley um sign in um, do you have a Google account do you know yes so you would just sign into your Google account let me see if i can kind of show you um because I won't have anything in mind because I finished mine before they started using the Google Docs. Here, yeah, let me just show you what I'm doing. I don't know if it'll move while I'm moving. Okay. Oops. I move. Far. Little squares here. So, this is my Google Calendar. So, from my Google Calendar, I go to this little thing over here where all these little squares are. And I can do that from my Google um, email as well. These little squares will still be there. So, I click on that.
0: Click on, I don't see what you're clicking on.
1: This little thing right here, it looks like nine little squares. Is it on the left? Can you see it? No. It's on the right-hand side where my cursor is bobbing up and down right now.
0: Okay. No, I don't see your cursor.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know. Can you see? Let's see.
0: I see these things over here. Is that what you mean by the squares?
1: Yeah, these little squares here. So if okay. I get rid of those squares... Up here at the top of my screen, above where it says Saturday the twenty-fifth, there's nine little squares.
0: Well, they're gone now.
1: No, they're they're tiny. They're above where those other squares were.
0: Well, I see my picture and your picture, and then a black thing, a black a black rectangle with a phone.
1: Okay. Okay, um it must be covered by our pictures. Can yeah. you move those pictures? Mm-hmm. If you put your cursor um like above the top picture of us and hold your cursor there and right click, you can move that around. Right above there's there's like a black bar. Has like a dash and a rectangle and four little squares and then one big rectangle.
0: I see mute and then I see three dots. Um, I see a square up here.
1: Okay, well, where there's just the black bar with no little icons on it? Yeah. If you put your cursor there, Okay. And then, and then hold your right-click button. Yep. You can move our pictures wherever you want so they're not in the way. I
0: did. I moved it.
1: Okay. So now can you see where my cursor is up here?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. So where these nine little squares are, if you click on that, it brings up these little squares. Right. And um, what you'll want to look at is going to be the... Google, what do they call that? Forms. I don't have that because.
0: I don't have it either.
1: Yeah, it would say Google Forms, but I think if maybe if I click on my drive. You're seeing my screen right now, so. But I don't have those Google Forms because, <laughs> like I said, that I, I completed my 111 before they started those. Um, let's see if I bring it up from here. All right sheets Do I have forms in this one this is my Jennifer Hadley account oh here we go see where it says forms right here yeah it's this purple thing that's what you'll click on it says forms okay and when you click on that you should be able to see spiritual counseling evaluations okay so I'll stop sharing my screen. And then you can try it on your computer. Who do we have joining us on the phone? 510. Oh. Um,
3: hi, it's Sally. Hi, Sally.
1: How are you? Hey, Linda. I think <laughs> can I recognize Sue's voice. Or? Yes, that's Sue's well, voice it's just right. the three of us on here um, Dina just texted me she said she's running late but we'll be here in about 10 minutes cool well I just I just got out of an appointment I, I rescheduled because I wanted to be available for class tomorrow but, ah gotcha um, yeah Cause then I realized oh geez I'm missing part of the community call <laughs> And I'm not home, you know, so. um, Yeah, I just got out of date. It sounds like you guys. We just started. Uh (laughs) Yeah. All right. It sounds like you're talking about the forms. We are talking about the forms. Um, Sue can't remember what number she's on as far as her counseling sessions that she's completed. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was trying to show her how to get to them. Are you having any luck with that, sweetie?
0: Um, well, all I see now is my picture, your picture, and, and uh, the square four
1: salad. Oh, okay. It's black. Okay. Well, because you have to go to your own uh, Google account. Your Either your Google email or however you log in. Is your email address a Google account? Um is it Gmail? No. Okay. No, it isn't.
0: It's Verizon. Um Okay, so so can can you just walk me through the, the steps again? So yeah. I log into my Google account.
1: Yes, yeah, so you log into your Google account. Mm-hmm. And then you go to where those nine little squares were. Mm-hmm. And click on that. And if you don't see the f- thing that says forms there, which is that purple sheet with the dog ear, then you'll click on the thing that says more.
0: Purple with the dog
1: ear? Yeah, it looks like a pur- a purple piece of paper that is dog-eared on one corner. Oh,
0: oh, okay.
1: And underneath it says forms. Okay. And you click on forms? Yes and that should open up, but if, like I said, if, if when you click on those nine little squares, if you don't see the, the purple page with the dog ear that says forms, there's a, underneath, there's a button that says more, you'll click on that, and you should be able to see the forms from there. Okay,
0: now, now, there were, there was a listing of all kinds of, is that what the forms is? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so then I, what do I click on
1: then? Um, well, it will, it will show a listing of all of your spiritual counseling um, questionnaires, client and self forms. And I don't know if they're numbered or if you'll have to uh, manually count them. Okay. And if you have trouble with that, um, email me, honey, okay? Linda at jenniferhadley.com. And we'll schedule a time when we can go through it for you. Okay. And
2: then...
0: Um, do i jennifer and then do I is it slash linda
1: no you do, it's just Linda at jennifer okay. that's my email address my work email address okay
0: right. and the other thing is um when i uh, when i'm counseling with somebody mhm and I uh, go to write their review, um, and then I I want to send it to them. You know, with the little square with the point, the arrow that points down or up. huh. Um, it takes away everything I wrote. So I would be sending them a blank page, right? I mean, the questions are there but what I wrote is gone.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm looking at the evaluation now. Hold on. Okay, so when you finished your form...
0: Before I submitted it, I clicked on that little white box with the arrow pointing up, And I put in Catherine's uh, email address. Mm -hmm. And everything I wrote is gone.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look into that because um, I'm not super familiar with them because I didn't use them. I actually had to use a, a, a sheet that I would email to my clients and then they would send it back to me and then I had to upload it to uh, <laughs> to a Dropbox. So it, it was completely different than how you guys do it. So I'll have to look into that.
0: Okay. But I, what I wondered was, even though it's it took away my writing, when I send it to her, is it still there?
1: Yeah, that we'll have to. I'll have to look into that. I would imagine that there's got to be like a save button or a send button or something. Yeah, but I'll have to research it for you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, honey. And as soon as I get any answers, I'll I'll email you <laughs> and let you know what I find out.
0: I'm I'm sending them to I'm making a I can use file and print it and then I'm sending it to her through the mail. Mm Mhm. Yep, that works too. Well, yeah, but that's postage
1: and (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should have a, a link that um, that you can just email her the link so she can go on her own um, to fill it out, and I can send you those links also. Well, make sure
0: I'm, I'm evaluating her
1: right. Oh, you're evaluating her. Yes, okay, then she should have sent you her link.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. I'm telling
1: you that. Yeah. You. Everybody. All of the spiritual counselors have. Um. Have links to their own Google forms. And when. When you. Um have a counseling session, you just send them the link to the client evaluation. And when you have a counseling session with somebody else, they should send you their link to their client evaluation session. And I can send you, um, Catherine's, Client evaluation link so you can fill it out there. There she is, Catherine Harrison. Correct?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to do that now before I forget. So how are your counseling sessions going? Um,
0: Well, I only have one client. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, I had one other one, and she had a single, um, just a single uh, session. So I'm not really... You know, I'm not really doing much.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own pace. How are you doing with yours, Sally? Did we lose her? I think so. Okay. There it is. There we go. All right. I just sent you Catherine's client evaluation link because I knew if I didn't do it right now I would forget. <laughs> yep, we lost Sally. Thank you. Yeah. How are you doing with your um with your journals?
0: Um I'm I think I have two
1: Hi, I'm gonna grab my chair. Okay. You're through two of them? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. Part of the Are we supposed to send in the the freedom?
1: Yes. Yeah, finding freedom journal and all three of the masterful living journals.
0: Okay.
1: You send that
0: through the post
1: office, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, mail them um we'll let her know when you're ready to do it. Um just in case she's traveling or something. But um she had Lori and I mail them to her uh New Jersey address and she picked them up there.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's the same address that um mailing address that you can get to if you um click on the donate or yeah, I think it's the donate button on the website on the jenniferhadley.com website. Yeah. How are you doing Miss Dina? I uh, just
2: finished teaching my yoga class for the deaf community. I just, I love working with them so much. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, it is. They are such a wonderful, wonderful group to work with. Yeah. We, we have to have an interpreter though. If it wasn't for the interpreter, it wouldn't be so wonderful for
1: them. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, but she's the bridge and it's exciting to me. I, you know, it makes me wonder about maybe some of the forgiveness workshops and things like that with a an interpreter and how that would be. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah, that they're, would
1: be really cool.
2: They are so funny. They're such a they're just so like um Talk about you know trying to be authentic, I don't think you can get more authentic than they just they're just incredible. I've
1: really, really enjoyed it. Wow yeah you know, I, I just got back from um from my dance class. Uh, it lasted till seven o'clock, so I didn't get home until about uh ten after seven and when I first came on, there was nobody here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw your text just oh, as I was finishing, yeah
1: everybody. Are they all in Arizona? There are quite a few of them are, yeah. Um, Elizabeth and Connie and Lori and um, Carla and Kevin.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Is there anybody else? Well, I know those five for certain. (laughs) What about
2: you, Linda? Are are you planning to take any of the classes or are you not going to do it this time?
1: Not this time around, but um, I definitely will be um, next time she offers it. Yeah, me me as well. I'll definitely be in there. I think Rieko
2: probably as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, Paula, you just said I was there by myself, so I left. (laughs)
2: There she is,
1: yeah, we had hi, Paula. Hi oh gosh, it's so loud um, we had kind of a a special uh dance class tonight because one of the girls that I dance with she's in her late thirties um. She's also one of my clients, and um, her husband passed away this morning unexpectedly. Um, wow. He's a vet from the Navy, and he was in his mid-40s, and he wasn't feeling well, so he went to the VA hospital, and he went into heart failure, and they transported him to a regular, one of our regular hospitals, and he didn't make it and she still wanted to come to dance class tonight. So whoa! I can only imagine what that was like. I know. So it was intense and um, my dance instructor and I and um, two of our other dancers who are all energy healer kind of people um, came early and it was a, we made a, ceremony that was creating a safe space for her to feel whatever she felt she wanted to let out. And um, right now she's still really in shock. Um, She's, she has her own health challenges. She has cerebral palsy. So yeah. So um, we're just strengthening ourselves so that we can be there for her. I can only imagine that must have been
2: um, a moment you'll never forget or a dance you'll never forget. I can can. kind of have a sense of what that would have been like.
1: Yeah. Lots of candles, um, gifts of crystals and incense. And um, I gave her a a, um, ivory Lotus pendant that I've had for decades that I never wear, but, um, ivory is uh, for protection and also for justice. And Lotus grows from the mud. So um, that's what I was drawn to give her. So, yeah, it was, um, it was a beautiful ceremony and we're just like in awe at the, the courage and the strength that she showed um, reaching out to us and saying that she still wanted to come to class tonight. And um, yeah, it was beautiful and heartbreaking at the same time. Yes. Yeah,
2: so.
1: yeah you're, you're definitely in a, in a
2: beyond time and space place at least for the first 24 or more hours. Um, when my son died, I did not sleep for 24 hours straight. It was just, it was just not available for me to do that. Um, in fact, my whole family was awake for that whole period of time, which was really not, wouldn't have been something we could do normally, but worked in that space and time. And I don't even remember honestly moving my feet to walk. I felt my sense of the world at that time was that we were, I was floating. Just, yeah. from, I would just appear in one room. Then I'd appear in another and I'd appear I'd you know, there wasn't any sense memory of taking a bath or brushing my teeth or getting dressed. It was just floating here, there, very, very different um, place space to be in. So I can imagine her dancing in that space must've been incredible for her.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah and she, and she's an amazing woman. Um, yeah, and I can remember when my when my dad passed away. How time just—it's like um, flexible and non-existent at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you you feel like it's going so slow, and then. Yeah. Feel like it's all coming at you at once.
2: Yeah, I had a very definite sense that there was a tear in time and space. Mm-hmm. I think death is like a being
3: around death is such a um, marvelous thing. It there's like a portal there, yeah, I agree with that. Fabulous things occur. You know, it's, it's sometimes it feels as if it's uh, being orchestrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is,
2: it is. And imagine what it's doing at the level of the mind the level of thought and belief and things. If what we're, let's, let's say that what much of what we're seeing is just conscious collective consciousness. And then that, in that moment, something more true and pure is occurring and, um, Yes, and people experience things. Uh, it's more, I remember like my hearing was, I could hear people say things and, and, it, and it would just get like, a, I was like a vacuum pulling it in and holding it and meaning, make, making meaning of it for um, trying to understand what is this and, and also mishearing things, not hearing things correctly, assuming, kind of, not even assuming I thought that's what I was hearing.
1: Yeah, Um, it was
2: my, my belief and my thoughts were definitely being mixed, you know, challenged. And, um, they described, it was described to me what your landscape is changing, your change, your inner landscape is changing, which is really your, you know, if we're, if all we're doing is seeing and decoding in our brain is we're changing some of the coding and some, um, and, and he, and I had this sense of a big eraser, like erasing this child, um, and it was very, that was unsettling. That was an unsettling feeling. And then you get into a different space with it. So, yeah, it's, it's just not like, oh, the day-to-day that we go through where it's just everything's routine and, you know, and all of a sudden this is it's just an incredibly different space. I had an experience of
3: um, where something occurred months before the death that I attended, that directly related to it. I was watching a horse get put down and um, on the farm where I lived and uh, the horse started to stretch its neck out and gasp. And um, I said, what's going on? And he said, your pulmonary system is the last system to go. And that's what the horse is releasing, you know, everything from his lungs and i was like whoa well then fast forward to my father-in-law who had um i forget what you call that blood thing leukemia or something um really bad and he was we were all at the house and magically we all everybody was doing something everybody was working and all of a sudden, we all congregated around him, just magically appeared, you know. And we were all there, and we each did a prayer. And then all of a sudden, he, he did that thing. He lifted up his head and kind of, ah, you know. And his wife, my mother-in-law, jumped up and said, oh, my God, i got to run and get the doctor. And I said, just stay. Stay where you are, because he's breathing his last. And the only reason I knew that was because I had witnessed the horse not that long before. I thought that was really interesting. And was he
2: cognitive on his last breath? I don't think so. No, okay. It was a little bit different from from my stepfather. I was I was really tuned into watching his chest rise and fall because it was, you know, his mouth was kind of gaping open. I I, I think it's a type of breathing that's done um yeah. to, when you're close to death. Yeah. And I was and it was just sort of a gasp and you know like and then I re, I was really watching his chest and then it just like like just stopped. There wasn't any anything. It just like and then stop. And I was the only one that noticed it. And I just kept watching. I was watching again for the chest rise, and it didn't. And I said, um, yes. "I think that's it. I think that's it." It was just so like calm, and and if I hadn't been like watching, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen that. I was really, I was just fascinated, or something, or captivated by this cadence of this breath that he was that he was doing. And in, in the book about angels that Jennifer recommended to us
3: um when she talks about a passage it's always supported by uh angels and and beings of light It's mm. like you know you never we're never alone uh that there's always this wonderful halls of light that that um people are brought into and guided into. At least that's what she says. <laughs> I choose to believe it. <laughs> and also seeing people, whether they're the really the people or whether it's spirit taking a form that is comforting to you. Yeah. We don't know, but I've had family members prior to their death, and I've heard these stories, just sit up and go, Jane! <laughs> yeah and then lay back down and go <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah I remember uh when my mom came out of her um bypass surgery uh she also had a valve replacement um in twenty fifteen uh just a couple months before my dad passed away, and she was in that space like between life and death, yeah. And, um, for a couple of days, at least a couple of days afterwards, she said she saw her mother, she saw her one cousin who was gone, you know, she was just, she would just like name people. I saw this person today and I'm like, really? That's so cool. What they (laughs) say to you, you know?
2: Yeah, that's like, that's That's that break in the the veil between two women, it sounds
1: like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. And sometimes there's a lot of books written about it, where people go a particular, you know, uh, level, and then they're asked whether they want to continue. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they're told they don't want to. Sometimes it's like, yeah, like, I don't want to go back. And the, the beings that are with them say, well, there's, there's things for you to do. Uh, so you have to go back. And then others, you know, I mean, there's, there's guidance there. There's opportunity, but a lot of these books
1: are written and they go through it. And I, I, I enjoy that actually. Um, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I've always been fascinated with, um, the near death experiences, like, uh, Eben Alexander's book, Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yes, and, um, oh, what the heck was her name that had the stroke? Oh, the but, doctor. Yeah, the my lady. stroke of insight. Because yes. um, I had a near-death experience, but I was too young to be cognizant of it. I was only just just over a year old, so I don't remember anything about it. But I've always had this feeling, ever since I was, like, I don't know, a teenager, or maybe even younger, that it had some, it had a significant impact on who I was, who I was becoming, you know, what I was becoming. Linda, your
2: screen is frozen.
1: Oh. It's not from my side. Oh, okay. But Dina's is. Oh, yeah, Dina, your screen is frozen. Uh, yeah. maybe her internet's not there, stable. There, you know that happens to there, mine sometimes. there you are all, all froze and I was moving so yeah. what, <laughs> well, your internet must not have been stable I've had that happen to me too wow okay that's the first
2: that was really—it was really strange to see. I, I, Linda, I can't hear you. Then I—that all of you were just like posed, <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm moving. Why are they moving?
0: <laughs>
1: it, it happens here when either when um, Rudy decides he's going to try and get on the internet while I'm on a call, or if somebody uses my microwave, which is a little disconcerting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I did see my son heading upstairs yesterday with a box. Maybe he re maybe he did something, like move something. I'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: So we uh, we have a class after this, correct? Uh, our Monday night class is on? Or the
1: the MLC one class? Yeah. I okay. believe so. Uh let me check. It is. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I haven't checked my email yet. I was assuming, but I wasn't certain since Jennifer's in Arizona.
3: When did y'all come in? Because I was uh, waiting and waiting and nobody was there. And I thought, well, I'll just hold the space and pray for people. And then I got a phone call
2: that I had been waiting for. So I thought, okay, I'm gone. I was late. I was like past 730. I was teaching oh, really? class. So it's challenging for me to get
1: home. Yeah, what I think I know? got here like like 12 or 13 minutes after. So I just missed you.
3: Yeah. What about when you? did you pull in? Who are you talking to? Sue Olson.
0: Oh, um, I think it was about maybe 16 or 17 minutes after seven, just before you did.
3: So next time, I'll just stay on. <laughs> well, you can sing, you know, start I singing. I could have sung. Yes. I thought I picked up my dog, and I held the dog in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sweet puppy. Mickey. Mm-hmm. I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody was there. <laughs>
2: I do. I have a quick question about are we, what are we going to start? When is Jennifer going to start doing her acceleration sessions? Has she mentioned anything about that. Um,
1: she has not for a while. Um, I honestly don't know. Cause I know like she's at retreat now. When she's done with retreat, she's actually going to be um, on vacation for a week with her family. Um So I'm not sure. I know she said that she wants to do them, (laughs) but she has to um, sit and get the script. You know, she has to, she knows that it's there. She just doesn't know when it's coming. So it's really interesting working for somebody that works like that. Like everything is spirit led. So You know that something's coming, you have no idea when, or even you don't know that anything is coming at all, and then all of a sudden there's something coming right now. (laughs) So it really is, it's interesting and exciting and um, sometimes can be a little challenging, and it's a good demonstration for how to go with the flow and just be okay with everything exactly as it's unfolding with no attachments.
2: I would do very well for working for someone like that. Um, That to me is the height of creativity, and I'm fine with the little details being dropped here and there. I don't mind Mm -hmm. it at all. But some people, it really, really bothers them. Yeah, I talk to a lot of those people. (laughs) They need more, I guess, more structure and more more
1: certainty and that type of thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I used to be one of those people that had to be in control of everything. And, like, you know, when you are expected to be somewhere at a certain time, you're there a a few minutes early or you're late, you know. (laughs) Do it right or don't do it at all. And so it's really good practice for me. And when I get to talk to those people that have a challenge with it, I can relate to them. Mm. So it it's helpful. It's very helpful <laughs> that I was more like that and not quite as bad like that anymore. But every once in a while, those thoughts still come in my head. Like, hey, wait a minute. This is supposed to be happening this way. This shouldn't be happening this way. <laughs> And then I just giggle at myself because, like, yeah, no, you don't have control over any of that. Well, I've really enjoyed watching.
2: um, I guess I've gotten better and better at doing the accelerate or the um, the activation sessions, and I've really enjoyed watching people's journeys. And I'm I'm just curious. I guess at this point, I'm curious to
1: see where we where will we take them next, and how you know too who knows, maybe it'll just be something that will start next year. Cause it always seems like there's a little bit of a break, uh, in between the last finding freedom. And when masterful living starts getting underway again, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which is, you know, usually right around November, October, November. Um, right after the October retreats, there's just this tiny little break. (laughs) So maybe we'll work on it then. It'll be exciting to see what comes when, what comes through her, what the acceleration session is about. Yeah. And it was so, it really was,
2: quite a helpful way to learn to be a counselor because, um, you know, it's scripted. So for a new counselor like me and I did, I was doing it on a vacation I was on. So I was just doing one after another, after another. Yeah. Um, so, so I was, I had the certainty of a script. Um, but then the part where you had to work with them on trying to get the challenge, you know, you had to sort of go back and forth and, Get that get that um, quantified or stated in a way that was useful. That actually gave me the practice to be to, to pull into a counseling session. But yeah. I, also, I love any kind of imagining thing, and um, I've actually used some imagination things I got from working with Debbie Dexter. We did some inner child meditations, and I was able to pull some of that in. It just it just popped in, like out of nowhere, really, and uh, put it in a sort of a different venue if you will <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like the seas were parting and and so we were like walking in the middle <laughs> It was sort of funny but it ended up being uh, an interesting meditation and combined with the spiritual counseling I liked I liked the creativity of that
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's fun it's fun learning all of these different things and then being able to pull things from them when we're working with our clients Like I had a client recently and I've never had this kind of thing come through before ever, but um, I knew that she was very crafty and that she had challenges with like journaling or writing out worksheets and stuff like that. So her homework was to um, make herself a magic wand So that every time that she had this one thought that kept coming to her, she could flick that magic wand and, you know, like say no more or you're not there anymore or whatever she would want to say. I love that. And, um, and the, and the other thing was for her to draw herself as a superhero in whatever, you know, drawing, painting, whatever, just create a picture of yourself as a superhero. And when I got done with that I said, you know, I have never told a single client anything like this ever. So I know this this is coming from spirit cuz I don't, you know. This is not something that I would do. <laughs> this is not something I've ever told anybody. And you know, I just said it just made sense when I got it, so I went with it because I know that you don't enjoy doing the journaling work, but this is something that you can do that will still create those results for you. I really like that. I love the, um, the wand. I love that.
2: I might, I might have to make one and then have it carry it with me and pull it out as needed.
1: (laughs) Shazam. (laughs) Thought be gone. Yeah. So do we want to join the MLC 1 class? It's 8.08. Yes. <laughs> Somebody want to pray us out? I'm sure, Paula, you probably prayed us in before we.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can pray us out now. That'd be great. We
2: could hear your beautiful prayers. What, me? Yeah.
0: yeah oh uh,
2: she's so surprised. <laughs> That's cute. You're willing.
3: I'm willing.
1: All right, awesome.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, we place our hands on our heart. and we breathe in the recognition of our divinity. We feel it. We feel it within ourselves radiating from our core. We feel it reaching from us as love, as light. We allow it to reach out, this love, this light and embrace each other as we have come together here. We're so grateful for the opportunity to come together. We're grateful for this light and love to embrace us as one and to reach out from us to embrace all those in the masterful living classes where we're going, to all those who we are counselors for, who we support throughout our lives as family and friends, even those we don't even know, who are benefiting from our being light and love. may we share this light and love with those who are in the process of transitioning, those who have recently transitioned, those who are to come, that they may find peace and light and joy. And those who are close to them may see this as A celebration, a gift, and feel the love that is interdimensional. And so be it. So be it. And we are so grateful to know this is so and to know this is true. May all of us be blessed. And so it is. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Paula. That was beautiful. Beautiful prayer. Mm -hmm. Bye, Sue. Bye, Linda. Bye, Paula. Bye, Dina. See you on the other side in Masterful Living One. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow, I think, is our spiritual counseling call at four. I'm not certain, but I think so. We'll get an email. (laughs) All right. See ya. Love you guys. See you
0: on the other side. Bye-bye.